Whether on the go or at the table, get lost in a conversation about everything coffee with your host, Eric Ortiz. Hi, and welcome to Everything Coffee, a podcast that brings in different people weekly from all walks of life to talk about everything coffee. Today, I'm welcomed in by Giselle O'Neill, founder of Sueños Coffee Company. She operates an online specialty coffee marketplace and subscription model. Now, Giselle's mission with businesses to help close the gender equity gap in coffee by putting women at the forefront of her business. We talk about how she empowers women through her business and what makes her company so special. And of course, everything coffee. You can visit Giselle at Sueños Coffee. That is www.suenoscoffee.com and on Instagram at Sueños Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this is Giselle O'Neill. Giselle, how are you? Hi, Eric. I'm doing well. How are you? I am very good. Thank you. I'm so excited to bring you on because I, um, I, I we were talking before the before the actual show started, and I was telling telling Giselle that um, obviously we we've we've had her on the radar for for some time when, for the show, but I think that what you do is just so fantastic. We'll get into what you do in terms of 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 what I just spoke on the intro in terms of empowering women. Mm-hmm working in a marketplace and of course having to do with coffee, which is even just, just a Holy grail for us. <laughs> it, it is coffee after all. Yeah. Giselle, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you, where are you from first off? <clears throat> yeah. So I um, was born and raised in New York. Um, but now <clears throat> I'm uh, living in the DMV area. Um, lived here for probably like seven years now um, with my family. I have two littles, I'm a four year old and a, two and a half year old. So my hands are pretty busy. Yeah. I was going to say your hands are full. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Very busy. Um, and then outside of working with Sueños Coffee Co, um, I work in education here in the DMV area doing strategy and like educational equity work, um, which is like another passion of mine. I like to say I'm like multi-passionate. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just kind of in doing all the things, (laughs) motherhood, working, side hustling you're getting it um, done though in my you're, three buckets yeah yeah you're, you're in your strong at this because um yeah. number one education uh i was in it mm-hmm. I, I was in i was a teacher for six years and so i understand oh, wow. the uh, the background yeah. of, of how hard it is to work in the educational field but then being a wife being a mother and then still a business owner on the side of of uh with sueños coffee so sueños coffee a business that is very much a women driven company, correct? Yes. So tell 100%. me, yeah. So tell me a little bit of how, how this works, Giselle, like what is Sueños Coffee for you? What, what inspired it all to, to occur? Yeah. So what inspired it? I think I was um, like many people coming out of 2020, just um, feeling the need for something, just something new, something, um, you know, I was like, uh, that year started as like a new mom of two. I had two little ones that year. Um, and I kind of felt like I lost myself a little bit and I was like, okay. And I did some, uh, soul searching. I was like, what do, like, what do I want? I, I want something that's like for me, I need a, I need a project. Um, I want to do something meaningful. That's going to like give me the extra oomph to get up in the morning. Um, and so one day I was kind of just drinking my morning coffee and I, kind of like a light bulb went off and I was like, why have I never 
looked into like the coffee, like why have I never thought to build a business around coffee being that I love it so much. I've been drinking it since I was like seven. Wow. <laughs> um, I started drinking it very, very young. Shout out to my grandma. who introduced <laughs> it. Um, like this has been like a really like critical thing in my life. Um, and so I was like, okay, let's just like, I still had no idea what I wanted to do, but I was like, let's just, let me just start looking into it. And so I kind of went down the rabbit hole of just learning more about coffee. At that point, my like specialty coffee knowledge was minimal. Um, but then I like ordered some books on Amazon. I like read blogs. I started following more people and like really dove deep. You fell, um, you fell down that rabbit hole. I fell down it hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome um, to the dark side. Welcome yeah, to the dark side. Yeah. Um, and I came across the She's the Roaster movement, um, and it's run by Jen from Mother Tongue Coffee, who we also have on the site as well, um, and kind of went down now that rabbit hole, specifically women in the industry, and um, I realized, I was like, wow, for some reason, it had never crossed my mind that, like, women were owning coffee like owning coffee companies in this way it wasn't just like coffee shops they were actually roasting coffee and producing coffee and um I was like you know how could I not know that and why why isn't this more um out there mainstream out there yeah yeah, out there in main street like why don't you like why isn't this all of the news like women are killing it right now you know like um, and then you learn more about just like women in farming and like how they're doing 70% of the work. And it was just, it hit me and I was like, okay, whatever I do, like it is going to be for women somehow like lifting up women in this industry. And this is what I'm going to do. Um, and then I remember like maybe it was the universe. I don't know, but I saw an ad pop up on, um, my Facebook and it was for one of the larger like coffee subscription companies. And I was like, Oh, this is interesting. And I looked through it and I was like, Oh, like a coffee subscription would be cool. And then I started looking up others and I realized that something's literally (laughs) everything I was learning about women. I was like, I am seeing it all over the coffee subscription face. It's almost 100% like male owned it's so hard to like tell which coffees on their platforms are women owned and most of them are male owned. Like it's very, and I, and I mean, I went through one by one of like roasters on those pages to like see who owned them. And I would stop at like 40 and it would be maybe one or two came up as like women. Um, And so then I was like, okay, that I this is I know this is what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna I'm gonna start a coffee subscription, and I'm just gonna partner with women-owned um, coffee brands, and I'm gonna make it so that it's super easy. If you want to support a woman-owned brand, like you know, you have one spot where you can find so many different ones, um, and so that's how it started. And I just wrote down that idea in my notebook, and for the next like six to eight months after that just plotted and planned and figured out how to create a coffee subscription how challenging here we are today yeah how challenging was that for you because obviously you, you your background in coffee <laughs> had been you know grandma 
probably giving us more yeah. coffee than we should have at a young age. And I'm guilty of it too. Grandma would give me coffee too. The Folgers yep. is, is running deep yep. in my veins. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of just someone that has, you know, background in working with education, strategy, marketing, how much of a shift was this for you to just kind of like, okay, let's pivot. Let's create this. You already had that drive and that, that ambition to want to work mm-hmm. for promoting women to, to kind of give them that, that, that uh, spotlight that they deserved. But how much work was that going into it and how much of a change was it for you? Um, it was a lot from a technical piece. You know, I had like, uh, you know, run a blog in the pack of food blog in the past. <laughs> um, and so I was familiar with like the technical piece of like getting a website and like, you know, buying a, a, a domain and like all of those. But sure. then the knowing where to start, I was like, okay, so now where, how do I find these women to partner with? And like, even just the educational piece. I also wanted to make sure that I was at least well-versed enough um, to share the stories. Um, so that, that was a lot. And I think that's what took most of the time is like just a lot of research on my end. Um, and then part of it too is a little bit like getting over my own imposter syndrome of like, um, I went back and forth, like, am, am I, is this actually a, a need or a want? Like, will people respect me if I don't have like a, like a, a whole coffee history? Yeah, like I get will you. women actually want to partner? It was just a lot of like that self-talk I had to get through too, which was probably the hardest um, and overthinking. But once I reached out to the first um, person I wanted to partner with and like saw how excited they were to hear that, like ah, this was great. an idea, I was like, oh, okay, like, all right, I'll reach out to another one and see how they feel. And then it just got easier the more and more that I talked to other women in the space. Um, and yeah, so I think, I think the hardest part was just getting all the research that went into it and then getting over just the imposter syndrome of starting. I think you touched on it just a little bit right there. Um, when you talked about a little bit about women, you, you approaching those women and saying, you know, I'm, is there, is there a need for me in this field? Does this sound interesting? And you seem to have gotten quite an overwhelming support group saying, yes, absolutely. This is something. How much of an empowerment is that for you personally? And then how is that kind of like amplified through the group in terms of all these women kind of forming a voice together? Is, is, is that something that's just, just incredibly powerful for you and, and you're seeing change because of that? It is. It was empowering because I think, I mean, one, it was like going back to the imposter, like it's such a common thing for women in general. And then I think especially for women of color. So I will say like even reaching out to other women of color roasters and like the conversations that we would have just beyond like, do you want to be on the platform? But just like hearing their stories about, you know, navigating this space as women and women of color and like getting rejected from other, you know, platforms because like, you know, silly criteria that they didn't meet and finally finding like um, a space or a community where we understand each other and it's like safe and you feel, yeah, you definitely feel empowered because you know, you have like, um, 
just so much in common behind you all that you're all like just going for the same thing and you want to see like more money in women's pockets. You want to see us all succeed. Um, And I love that I also like as it's grown and like, you know, some of the roasters have kind of like um, met each other through like social media. I've seen them kind of connecting or commenting on each other's. Um, and so one thing that was really fun is two that are both, um, in the Los Angeles area, they like bumped into each other in one of those, um, like community roasting spaces. Sure, sure. Um, and we're just like, Oh, like we got to meet each other and like, we're both on sueños and they like took a picture and things like that are just really cool to see, you know, of like the community that's slowly building. Um, it feels really good and it keeps me. It's what keeps me going when it feels just like really, really hard. <laughs> I can imagine. It, it was has there been any surprises from all of this, Giselle, where you're just kind of like, I, "Wow!" Like I, I wasn't expecting this. And, and we're talking about not necessarily the negatives, because I'm sure there's yeah. always a few of those where you're like, "Oh gosh, I wasn't thinking about that part of it." But what's what's been one of those like like just ultimate positives where you're just like, "Man, I I, I just didn't expect that part of all of this when when I when I started thinking." of Sueños Coffee? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the acceptance of it and um, situations like this where, like, I get messages in my inbox of folks that want to, like, interview me and talk about it. I'm always kind of like, really? You want to talk to me about this? <laughs> this is interesting. Um, so that has been really surprising. Um, I, I also didn't, like, go in with any like huge expectations other than like very like I want to promote women roasters and I want like consumers to be able to have a selection and like whatever happens happens I hope that it like you know grows and people see it and so I think the biggest surprise is like the um the like folks that want to like talk about it and follow me and every I'll say like the first order I got that wasn't like a family member or a friend was <laughs> so I like I like did a little squeal I was like oh my gosh are people really want to buy okay this is great um I, I'm gonna keep going so things like that have been <laughs> I, 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 really surprising it's just really fun too. I was I was telling Giselle before the show that that I um there, there's months that I go where I'm just like, okay, I'm making it just enough for this month with coffee. And, uh, and it'll depend. Sometimes I'll do pour overs, you know, consecutively for a couple of weeks, ignore the espresso and then the lattes <laughs> for some time. And then vice versa with, with the lattes and the uh, pour overs. And this month I made the miscalculation of, of um, buying uh, about six, seven bags of coffee in about a week and a half, two weeks uh, <laughs> period of time. And I told I told Giselle like I I plan to subscribe to the to the platform because number one I mean I'm I'm looking at some of these coffees here, you have so many selections now, mm-hmm. uh, so many partners. How how easy has that been now to 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 like gather up these these fantastic women roasters and actually convince them like hey this is a good platform? Is there convincing or is it just pretty much like heck yeah this is a good idea? Um yeah so far there hasn't been much convincing um I think if there is convincing it's more so just in like the logistic piece 
you know, um, and less in like, oh, I don't know about like you or this mission, but like the mission and everything, mostly they're like, absolutely. Yes. 100%. I want to be a part of it. Um, and I've been fortunate enough where a few, like I, I have a few coming up that will be added as well. Um, at least three more, four more that are going to be added soon. Um, and so I've been lucky enough too where, um, I like folks are reaching out to me wanting to join, um, which has been really great too. Cause I'm also like, it's sometimes like, I don't know where to look to find others, you know, cause I want to support as many as I can sure. and get them up there. Um, so yeah, it's, I've, it's, it's not, yeah, it hasn't been hard convincing, um, which has been really great. Cause I feel like that means that like, it does feel like a good community and place to be a part of, which is like how I want it um, to feel. Has it been surprising for you, the amount of roasters that exist and, and maybe the, even the amount that hasn't even been discovered yet at this point? Yes, it has. Um, and every time I find a new one, I get excited um, because I'm like, okay, like, it just always feels reassuring to the mission of like, we, we need to have them more. Like we need to like more people need to know about this, um, that there is more to coffee than just like our, our DDs and our stuff and you know, <laughs> yeah. the ones like there are so many good, um, small batch roasters out there that are women and we need to be getting them out there. Um, so yeah, it is surprising how many, um, I, I, how many more I notice, and I don't know if it's because I'm looking for it. Sure. Um, uh, so yeah, but it has been. Has any of this been hard on you in terms of like, just, just, I, I can't keep up or is this just been something that empowers you and keeps going because you see it growing and being successful any moment there where you're just like, Ugh, I, I don't know sometimes? 100%. <laughs> um, that has happened a lot this year um, because I am just one person. Sure. And um, I think with it, it's hard to um, balance it all. I'll say that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my, my husband travels a lot for work. So sure. a lot of the times I'm solo parenting and then my job, my day job is getting busy. And sometimes I'm just like, why, like, why did I think I could do this? <laughs> um, but then I also am now at the point where like, I, if I, if I quit or I let it go, I would, it would almost feel like I was like letting, letting myself down, but letting others down too, because it feels so important now. Um, and so that is kind of what pushes me past those moments. Um, but yeah, it does get hard. I'm also not able to like add um, as many roasters as I want because there's like time for onboarding and like building their piece of the site sure. and like shipping out materials. So it takes time. So that piece is kind of slower than I would like, um, but at the pace that I can manage right now. Yeah. So. And, and when you, when you're looking at this in the grand scale, Giselle, is this something where, where you're kind of like content of this is my vision, this is what I was hoping for, or is there something more grandiose here that, that we're just hoping that it'll turn into and, and, and more functional and more 
diverse than just coffee? Is this is this something that you're growing into something beyond the coffee and and women in general, or is this just kind of like this is where we're at? But but are there plans? Hmm. Um. I definitely want to stick to coffee. Um. I I've thought a lot about that too. If I wanted to add, and in the beginning, I kind of did that where I was adding like other um, women-owned products on the site. And it just, I realized like I'm trying to do too much and I just want to like master, you know, when they say like you master one thing before you try to add all the others. Um, and so, yeah, I think as it grows, um, I want it to be a place for women in coffee. Um, I want to add as many as like I can. I want it to be I want it to be big in the sense where like it grows where people know like, Oh, you're looking for a new coffee brand. Well, if you need a woman owned coffee brand, like this is where you go. This is the name that you go. This is where you go. Um, and I remember someone asking me, but like, what if like someone goes and they buy, but then they like just want to go directly to that roaster to buy. And then you kind of like lost a customer. And I'm like, well, no, like that's the point. (laughs) Like that is like, that's okay. If that happens, then People the goal still has benefit. been met. Yeah. You know, like there will be more that come to me to find a roaster. And then, but like, there's always, there's always room, right? There's always room for everyone. And the point is to like expose more people to um, women in this space. And so I think that's where I, when I think about big, like that's what I think. Like it becomes a name that people are just like, oh, women on coffee brands, Swanio's Coffee. That's where we go to find you know, the next one we want to try or, um, so that's right now. That's what I'm, I'm sure. envisioning that it becomes like almost like a household name for women. I, lo- I love that. I love that. And I think it's already kind of part of that. I, I, I mm-hmm. really am just floored. I really am by how many coffees you have <laughs> from so many roasters and all these look like fantastic where I'm just like, I could have that one. I'm going to get that one. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm just like, yeah, remember you still have like 12 bags of here. Then and <laughs> so I, I, I can't right now, but I promise, I promise. Tell me a little bit about the subscription models. You, I, I was looking at some of the, um, the, the coffee subscriptions that you have. And I'm looking at, you have like, let's say just a one bag rotating. There's also a couple bundles mm-hmm. and so forth. Tell me a little bit about how that works and, and uh, what people can kind of get into so that when they go visit your site, what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, so I have uh, four subscription options and then one um, that's just like a one-time bundle. Um, but one is you can get a rotating subscription. So it's either every, a delivery every two, four or six weeks, depending on, you know, how fast you drink your coffee or how often you want a delivery. Um, and that one you're charged monthly. Um, so every time, um, it's time for you to get a new shipment, you'll be charged and then your coffee will ship. Um, and then the other three options are all prepaid options. So there's a three month prepaid, a six month prepaid or a full year prepaid. And so you, like what it says, you prepay ahead of time for the allotted number of, um, deliveries. So for the three month, you'll pay ahead, you'll pay one price and then you'll receive, um, a coffee every month for three months and then it just ends and then you won't be recharged. Um, but if you want to sign up for it again, you just go and you sign up for it again. Um, and so our three month is actually our most popular. And I also think it's a good option for folks that like aren't sure if they want to, um, 
commit to being charged every month. Um, but want to like test it out, you can just pay one price, try it for three months. And then if you're like, yes, absolutely. Then you can go into, you know, the rotating subscription where you'll just be charged every month until you cancel. Um, so I feel like that's a good starting way. And that's, that's our most popular option. A lot of people will buy the three month option. Um, and then we have the bundle where if you don't want to get anything monthly, but you want a couple bags, um, it's a two pack bundle where we'll send you um, two coffees, two different coffees from one of our roasters. Um, and all of the coffee is roasted fresh. It comes, it ships to you directly from um, the roaster that is selected that month. And yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool way to try new coffee every month. That, that is pretty cool. I, 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 I'm always just in awe of people that have subscriptions, uh, previous guests that I've had that have their own subscription, but having all women roasters that is so cool for me because number one in my wildest you know mind dreams and whatever i i I, (laughs) sure i could imagine that there'd be 40 plus roasters but i didn't imagine that i'd see them all in one spot and then being able to have access to them and of course not only that you have your subscription model but you can also pick their coffee too just regular coffee Mm -hmm. so you're you're pretty much giving them mainstream um, access to to all of that purchasing power. So, I am I am happy that you are doing this, Giselle. I really am because Thank you. I think there's a there's a big market um, that that it's never been tapped into in terms of just promoting women in coffee. Because we had this conversation before the show started, and I said there's a lot of testosterone in this mm-hmm. this world <laughs> when it comes down to coffee for 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 this business. I mean, a lot of men own these roasteries and these businesses and it is a dominated grouping but yet something i taught when i was teaching history was you know women and men you know you had your hunter and gatherers and the gatherers were the women and and they became superior to all of this and that's why they do the work Mm -hmm. in the fields that's why they're so good at it because they were able to tell the differences of what the these berries would do or these these cherries would do and so i i think that the fact that we're finally getting some more eyes on this 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 issue of equity not being you know fair for women is an important cause that you're kind of taking on and i think that's uh commendable for sure of what you're doing has your has your coffee love changed or is this still business for you or or, or do you love it as much as you did before or is you're kind of like oh god can't stand coffee anymore (laughs) no it's funny i think i love it more now Like, I think it has a different meaning to it now for me. Sure. Um, I mean, before, like, I feel like it's gone through cycles. Like, before um, it was, obviously, when I was younger, it was just, like, something cool and fun. Like, I thought I was an adult as I, like, (laughs) drank my coffee. And then it was, like, survival. Like, if I don't have this, I'm not going to survive. Um, and now as like, I've learned more about it. There's like a deeper appreciation for it. Um, and I, it's almost like a self care for me now too, in the morning, like I'll I'll drop the kids off at school or daycare, come home before I jump into my day of work. It's like, okay, I'm going to in quiet, make my nice hot cup of coffee and I'm just going to sit and I'm going to enjoy it. Um, so yeah, I think I I think I love it more now. Good. I'm, I'm, well, sure. I'm, I'm yeah. glad it's it's something that you love now more than ever because 
I can imagine <laughs> with your with your head <laughs> filled up to the to the top with with just coffee with all these bags and this promotional yeah. stuff that you have to do. You you talked a little bit, and, and I always go back to this with my guests, but uh, being that it's everything coffee, your earliest memories, and, and you even wrote this down uh, on the website about your grandma and, mm-hmm. and how you would have your coffee. Tell me a little bit about your 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 kind of growth into coffee because you said something obviously that's funny and it, it's probably like uh you know back in the day you know people didn't know any better but a seven-year-old yeah. was drinking coffee i mean i, I was <laughs> i'm pretty sure i was drinking coffee at four but yeah um tell me a little bit I about think it's that also very cultural yeah it, it is I, i'm i'm yeah. a hispanic background mexican background yeah. so grandma abuelita would just you know yeah. she'd make her her coffee and yeah i join in you know mm-hmm. but I like that memory. Tell me a little bit about that, just so that we can kind of understand that, yeah. that growth. Oh, those are my favorite memories. Um, yeah, so I, my grandmother used to pick me up from school because it was right down the block from her house. Um, and just as a treat, sometimes she would make me a cup of coffee. I like to think it was decaf, but I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm hoping it was. But we'll see. Um <laughs> And uh, she would like, she would really make it into a thing. She would put it in like her fancy mugs that had like the matching saucer. And she would give me like, we, it was either like the Goya water crackers Mm. or some like toasted bread with butter. And we would sit and, you know, we would talk about my day and she would talk about her. And, but it always like she was, we laugh because my grandmother was like ride or die. Puerto Rico is the greatest thing in there. <laughs> like it is the greatest. If no matter what it was, if there was someone like a famous person and she found out they were Puerto Rican, she was like their biggest fan. So <laughs> our conversations would always somehow go back to like Puerto Rico and like something that she saw in the news that day, or she had a conversation with a cousin and it just like brought up memories. Um, but it was my favorite cause she instilled like that love for the Island and me too. And um, I just grew up thinking Puerto Rico was the greatest place on earth. <laughs> and um, it was also the only times, like, she was also, you know, a very, like, you know, she held things to the chest type of woman. Sure. Um, but in these conversations, it was the only time I actually got a glimpse of, like, her life and her upbringing. And she had a very hard life. Um, and for some reason, it was just those moments that, you know, obviously like the conversations got deeper as I got older. She wasn't like talking to me about her problems at seven, but like, it was just, it was just a very special. Um, and I always just felt close to her and we like kept those traditions as I got older. Like every time I went to visit her, I would always pick her up coffee and we would sit and drink our coffee together. Um, so it was just always our thing. Um, up until she passed and so I think even after her passing I have like I I always think about her when I I drink coffee so I think that is always just like a love of coffee that I'll always keep with me because of her um and so yeah those are those were my special beginnings I I would I would believe that you draw a lot of strength from her background as well as your 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 of course your bringing up and everything but I'm guessing you you really look towards her as as a powerful kind of mm-hmm. beacon that kind of brought you to where you're at right now, plus your life experiences. Sure. I yes, I love that, sure. Giselle. I love that absolutely, Giselle. <laughs> I I've had the most fascinating conversation with you. I really Me have. I've loved everything you've done so far up to this point, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what else you got going on in the future. But for now, tell everyone where they can find Sueños Coffee. 
Yes, thank you so much for having me on. This has of been course. fun. Um, you can find Sueños Coffee uh, online at www.sueñoscoffee.com. That's S-U-E-N-O-S coffee.com, um, as well as Instagram at Sueños Coffee. Beautifully said. Yeah, you can't you can't say the enya. Uh, on the sueños, unfortunately. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only our Spanish speakers are like, yeah, I understand that. I understand right, it completely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thank you so much, Giselle. Thank you so much for giving me your time. And of course, such an amazing thing that you're doing, promoting women, empowering women, amazing women roasters out there. The website, sueñoscoffee.com. Visit it, support it, go after it. Follow her on Instagram. This is a great cause. Equity Gap needs to kind of you know, just go away and just, just fair for everyone. Thank you, Eric, for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Giselle. And everyone, don't forget to subscribe to Everything Coffee on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast. And follow us on Instagram at everything.coffee.podcast. And check out our website at everythingcoffee.podbean.com. Thank you for listening and doing your part in supporting local businesses in your city and around the world.